You're next, Achilles! Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at the Rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzack.com, or email us at therankwithjohnandzack at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. I mean, I just watched fucking robot jocks. Does life get better? Yeah, it does. I, I submit that it does not. Oh, well, that you'll have to convince me <laughs> via your ranking, I guess. Oh, man. You're going you're gonna to be like tens across the board. I'm going to be like, we only do it if one to five on this one. And you'll be like, I know. <laughs> tens across the board. Yep. Just wait, man. Wait, this is one of the ones that was also nominated for Best Picture, though, right? Robot Toxie. Yeah. That's, that's right. Also, <laughs> this one we're going to have to double up on. We're going to have to yeah. watch this one twice. Oh, wow. What a treat. Yeah, what a treat. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to actually say any of my opinions about the thing until we get there. No, we need to put we'll, the cart Yeah, we'll withhold. I mean, although... I feel like any of our listeners that was that sees this come up <laughs> yeah. as the next episode, like yeah. robot jacks. Yeah, I don't think they're jocks. going like. You think this will be number one? Yeah, <laughs> they'll just see that as robot jocks with an X, and they'll be like, "Well, already this is looking not good for number one <laughs> prognostication." And then they'll look up like a trailer or something, and okay, now I know it's not going to be number one. <laughs> Maybe the X thing was like a just a bad choice. Away. Yeah. Well, well, I you know let's uh, let's let's get into it. I guess yeah, dive right in. So, for the listeners who've never heard us before, this is the way it works: you listen to us talk shit for about <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, check. Um, then we're gonna go into just a you know brief summary of the movie, um, and and you know where we're at in the ranking process and everything. Then we we go into the potent notables which are just interesting facts about the production or the movie that we found. And then we go into uh, the movie overview, which is basically just us going over the plot from beginning to end. So spoiler alert, although do you really need a spoiler alert for this one? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a yeah. complex, you know, kind of Hitchcockian joyride. I don't know. Although in general, I would say, I would watch the movie if you if you don't like know it by heart. I would watch the movie before you listen. Yeah. At some point, because otherwise you'll you might just be like, "Wait, what are they talking about?" It's text. I don't know this character. <laughs> text. You should know text. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go into the rank, which is where we rank the movie in on ten categories on a scale of one to five. One being the worst, five being the best. And the cumulative score between Zach and I is where we place it in the rank. And you can see those rankings on our website at the rankwithjohnandzach.com. But here we go. Let's go into it. Today, as you might know by the title, 
of this episode, we're ranking robot jocks. Mm. That's jocks with an X, not CKS. No, that's a different movie. <laughs> it's the 1989 film starring Gary Graham and Anne Marie Johnson, written by Joel Haldeman from a story by Stuart Gordon, who also Wait, directed this, it. This needed a story? <laughs> it sure did. Did this have a story? I don't know. I'm giving it away. Let's. let's, let's I'll stop. <laughs> Robot Jocks was set in a post-apocalyptic future. The movie presents a world where international conflicts are settled through colossal robots in one-on-one -on -one combat. These as mechanical all, giants... As all disagreements should be. <laughs> ...controlled by skilled pilots replace traditional warfare and determine the fate of nations. The story follows Achilles, a renowned and skilled pilot who becomes caught up in a high-stakes rivalry with his nemesis, Alexander. As tensions rise and the fate of humanity hangs in the balance, Achilles must control his personal demons and overcome numerous challenges in order to secure victory and peace. Mm. You can just tell already this is... <laughs> <laughs> You're just I've, giving I've... it away. Yeah, I have no ending for for what this is. You can just tell that you can tell that it is <laughs> whatever it is. It is you can tell. I mean, I had a feeling what I was in for when you suggested this. Well, or I when you chose to, this. Yeah, I used to watch this as a kid. Believe it or not, like we had it on tape and everything. And uh, you had this on tape. Yeah, it was taped off of the TV. We don't. We oh, didn't, okay. We didn't own actual tapes of anything. Um, that makes it a little bit better because it's it, that means you didn't pay money for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why my parents thought to tape it though, and I don't know why they thought I should watch it. But <laughs> there we are. I did. I wasn't. I didn't really follow it as a kid either. I was like, I don't know. I think geo global politics was a bit much for me. I don't know. I I figured that this was like the alternate timeline where um, Tom Hanks's character wasn't able to get um, the pilot back, like he failed in his mission. And uh, are, then... are you referencing Cloud Atlas or something? No, uh, the movie we just did <laughs> for the Oscar winners with Tom Hanks and uh, and uh, and the oh, Bridge of Spies. Yeah, I'm like, what are we talking about? Oh, I see. Okay, no, yeah, this is the alternate <laughs> universe where he isn't able to get the U.S. Uh, test pilot back, and World War, you know, three breaks out. Blah blah blah. Robot jocks. It's actually a sequel. Yeah. Spielberg pitched this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what's what's really funny though Spielberg. is. With yeah, what's really actually George Lucas pitched it to Spielberg, right? Yeah. Because he heard it from John Long. Oh, so. oh there you go, <laughs> robot <laughs> hanger. You always have <laughs> those robots were very large. Is they there were. a point where someone's hanging off a robot? I think maybe I can't remember. Yeah, I think yeah, he's he, he's hanging off it. Uh, Achilles is hanging off of it. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I I, yeah. I weirdly can't remember now. that. Was John Long's? That was his pitch. Yep. At some what point, if... somebody needs to be hanging off this big robot. This guy just everything needs to be hanging. How's it hanging, John? Oh, it's hanging. Always. Yeah. <laughs> that's his answer. Always. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it's hanging. It's always. <laughs> um, I forget where we were, except for the geo global politics part. Well, we've ranked Aliens, Cliffhanger, Central Intelligence, Bloodsport, The Mummy, Predator, Hero, Iron Man, Speed, Bullet Train. Jason and the Argonauts, Mission Impossible, Bullet, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Spider-Man, Mission Impossible 2, The Accountant, Inception, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Whew. Yeah, we've we've done a lot at this point. Yeah. Um, number one is still Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, although it was it's narrowly in the lead still because Inception made a run for it. Yeah. Um, 
but my initial feeling on this is that uh, this is before I watched it that mm-hmm. um, Robot Jacks will be competing with Bloodsport for the title of worst action movie. <laughs> but you know, I thought maybe it'll surprise me. You never know. Sometimes when you have super low expectation expectations, it can lead to a surprisingly enjoyable experience. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you have more fun than you expected, and ends up being a fun, a fun you know experience instead of a torturous one. You know, it's funny because with Bloodsport, I I didn't really know what to expect, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, it's probably decent. You know, I, like you were suggesting it, I thought that's oh, probably uh, it's probably <laughs> decent. So I think it actually hindered it more that I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, it's so funny that I still can't get over the fact that I liked Bloodsport more than you did because I have a very high tolerance for really bad movies from a very specific time period, and that's the nineteen eighties, <laughs> which. Which you this know. one falls in. This yeah, nineteen eighty nine. I really love everything about it. The aesthetic and everything. That's my aesthetic. <laughs> so, so I I was like into Bloodsport. I don't know. I stumbled upon it on TV or something. I don't know how I watched it. I was like, this is really good. <laughs> That's really what you thought. This is yeah. Really I, good. I thought this is so cool, and then I found blog posts all about it, so I could learn who the fighters were, and then I suggested it to you, and then I watched it again. <laughs> And you were like, still great. Yep. Wow. Why? Were you not like that? I, you might be shocked to hear that I was not like that. Oh, well, no accounting for taste. <laughs> um, do, do we have potent notables? I want to hear some yeah. of these. What, what do we got next, Lyndon? Potent notables. As always, we start with the box office, which I was actually surprised to find any box office information for this one. But it made $1.3 million domestically, and it wasn't released internationally, surprisingly. Mm. You would have thought they would release it in the Soviet Union. (laughs) This was against a budget of $10 million. So, you know, kind of a flop. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. It only made a tenth of of its budget. Why not? How in the world someone gave them $10 million for this, I do not know. But it was definitely a box office bomb. The storyboards were really good. (laughs) Well, they say that this movie killed Empire Records, which uh, Stuart Gordon, the uh, director, is, you know, he's like, there were six other movies that were in production (laughs) at the same time, and they were all similar budgets. They stretched themselves too thin is what happened. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) It's not Robot Jacks. Or it's just that you made not so great a movie. Yeah. Um, by the way, so the screams of the spectators being crushed by Achilles' giant robot mm-hmm. were later spoiler. sampled. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we haven't gotten <laughs> that yet. Were later sampled in the song "The Becoming" by Nine Inch Nails. Well, that's that's pretty hardcore. Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> yep, they went for the deep cuts. Um, <laughs> I guess so. I have a really sad potent notable. Oh, wait, those people actually died? They did, but uh, besides that, because that's kind of, you know, what what did they say in the movie? It it didn't matter. Well, tragic, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Well, a sequel to this movie was planned. Oh, man. But never ended up being made by Stuart Gordon. I wonder why. Gary Graham and Paul Coslow all... So Stuart Gordon, Gary Graham, and Paul Coslow all agreed to return. 
And it was supposed to have had Achilles. I don't know who those people are. <laughs> well, Gary Graham played Achilles and Paul Kozlo played Alexander. Oh, great. We need it, it was supposed to have had Achilles and Alexander team up. Oh. Get this to stop an alien invasion. Oh. <laughs> Alas. <laughs> I don't know. I think that could be. No, I don't think it could be cool. I don't know. I think it, I, I would watch that. Honestly, if there was a Robot Jocks 2 and that's what was happening in it, well, I wouldn't this... want to, but I would be like, I <laughs> kind of have, have to after yeah. seeing the first one. I'm already invested. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, part of this movie does take place in outer space, so because those robots have suddenly have space flight capability I, never mentioned I, until we'll, now. We'll get in that, into that in the movie <laughs> overview, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> yes, when I saw that, I was just like, what? Um, so here's maybe the biggest potent notable nugget of the whole thing. The most potent of the potents. Yeah. Stuart Gordon almost cast, wait for it. No. <laughs> it can't be. Jean-Claude no! Van Damme. As, as Achilles. You have to be kidding. On the recommendation of Frank Dukes, who was a close personal friend of his. Okay, the second part wasn't true. But, <laughs> but the first part was. Oh my god. I, I, was he attached to every stupid movie? And I'm not calling Predator stupid movie. It's just like I feel like he was attached to every weird idea that anyone had. Just trying to get his name out there in the 80s, you know? I guess so. Oh good lord, I love it. Who was he gonna play? He was gonna play Achilles. I thought he I thought he was gonna be Athena, maybe. That shower scene would have been very different. Yeah, well, he would have wanted that shower scene to be different. She would have been on the outside looking in, being like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, we already got a little bit of his uh his tushy and blood sport, so yep, that's what and I mean. The audience is like, Yeah, you don't got nothing we haven't already seen, John Claude. <laughs> how much how uh, much now I'm imagining the giant robot doing a split, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been incredible. Really doing some high kicking. The robot is not a kickboxer, Jean-Claude. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. So anyway. <laughs> so so Empire Pictures, as mentioned before, went bankrupt during the filming of this, which was its most expensive film ever. Mm. The film was bought by Epic Productions and finished and released nearly two full years after having been started. Imagine being, imagine working on this thing for two, three years, whatever, and you're just Gary Graham, and you just have lost all your zest for life. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that Stuart, Stuart Gordon would have lost his zest. I know the writer, Joe Haldeman, did, but we'll get to that. Oh, great. Um, contrary to what was seen on screen, so I, I found this potent notable before I watched it, as I do with most of my potent notables. But I just, reading this now, I'm like, or looking at this now, I'm like, I don't know. That, this makes sense. So contrary to what was seen on screen, stars Gary Graham and Anne-Marie Johnson did not get along with one another. Oh. And I'm like, did they seem to in the movie? Like <laughs> they, they had so much chemistry. Yeah. They had two really ridiculously awkward kisses. <laughs> yeah. And, and they were both completely nude in front of each other. So, that always goes well. Yeah, I guess that means that they had great chemistry. Anyway, um, Graham was mostly conservative, while Johnson had a more liberal mindset. Why so on earth were they, they talking clashed. about that stuff? Who knows? <laughs> this Reagan Reaganomics comes up. I don't know where during Robot Shocks. It, it's a very bizarre. Yeah, it's a very bizarre potent notable. So, the next one 
is that Joel Haldeman claimed his and Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott, <laughs> claimed, Joel Haldeman claimed Ooh, that yeah. his and Stuart <laughs> Gordon's visions for the film clashed. Oh, Haldeman no. wanted a dramatic, serious science fiction film, while Gordon wanted a more audience-friendly, special effects-driven action film with stereotypical characters and stylized pseudo pseudoscience in a, in a one-and-a-half-page outline Gordon inserted other elements into the plot, including the film's Cold War era themes. Mm. According to Haldeman, quote, I would try to change the science into something reasonable. Stewart would change it back to Saturday morning cartoon stuff. I tried to make it, I tried to make it believable, or I tried to make believable, reasonable characters, and Stewart would insist on throwing in cliches and caricatures. It was especially annoying because it was a story about soldiers, and I was the only person around who'd ever been one. End quote. I'm imagining he's like the PTSD rid riddled like ex ex marine. You think that's what war is like, civilian? Giant robots? Yeah, I do. Well, Joe Haldeman also said he wrote six drafts, and then another draft written by somebody else came in the mail, which he thought was just awful. So, quote: I wrote Stewart a long letter detailing why he shouldn't use that script. I didn't hear from him for months, and I thought, well, that's it. Then they called me in December and said, we read your criticism. You're completely right, and we want you to write the final version. Can you be in Rome tomorrow? Mm. You can imagine how weird that was. I said, it's nearly Christmas. I can't come to Rome tomorrow. Don't be ridiculous. I've got a family. I said I would be in Rome by the first week of the new year. They said, okay. They put us up in a really grand hotel in the Via Veneto in Rome. I sat there with my little manual typewriter and rewrote the script word for word. It was a whole new script because I got to talk to the actors, the male and female leads. End quote. Which feels like a very different conversation than we, what he just said, but yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but Stuart Gordon stated that this is an action movie for kids, right? Yeah. Even though it shows a crowd of screaming people being crushed and burned by a falling robot and a naked woman walking through a locker room full of men, including a shot of her bare butt. Yet even with those scenes, it still managed to get a PG rating. Yeah, my parents were convinced. <laughs> and... I think the reason that everybody was convinced was because Stuart Gordon also stated that the initial inspiration for robot jocks came from the Japanese Transformers toy line. Mm -hmm. I can see that, actually. He said, quote, while, there's, while there have been animated cartoons based on these giant robots, no one has ever attempted a live-action feature about them. It struck me that it was a natural fantasy for the big screen and a terrific opportunity to take advantage of the special effects that are available today. And to this day, no one still has. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I do. I do find that. Uh, I do find that very interesting. That. Uh, you know that he he was basing it off transformers mm -hmm. it also to me is like oh well, so that's why he thought it was for kids <laughs> yeah. it's like no it's a kid they're kids toys yeah <laughs> and haldeman's like no this is a science fiction concept and he's just like but they're but they're kids toys the kids play with them this is so. a serious science fiction film god <laughs> what's the matter with now, you so here's the other thing though so we've got all that it's for kids blah blah wolf wolf right but also, according to the director, quote, Robot Jocks is the retelling of the story of the great warrior Achilles from the Iliad. Yeah, sure it is. 
a fact that not a, not a single critic ever seemed to notice. Oh, oh. well, it was just too highfalutin <laughs> for those critics. And unlike the legend, we changed the sex of his lover from male to female. Oh, yeah, can't have that. <laughs> not in 1989, for crying out loud. I guess not. People weren't ready for that. Um, 1989 BC, they were, but <laughs> yeah, then, we, exactly. then we weirdly went back. Yeah. Penises don't go in that hole. Um, so, unless it's a woman's. So, um, but anyway, I feel like it's okay to make those jokes considering how ridiculous the jokes were in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go into the movie overview. Movie overview. So right from the right from the start, we get an incredibly epic narration in the oh, beginning. Oh yeah, this is great. Um, which actually reminded me of Star Trek, the way he was talking. <laughs> yeah, I can um, see that. Not the story or plot or anything else, just <laughs> the guy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> not for the story or plot or anything really. At just, all. just the narrator's voice. So I was like, oh, it kind of sounds like Star Wars. I bet <laughs> it'll be just the same level of quality. Sure. Why not? <laughs> You're an optimistic guy, you know that? <laughs> so we find out pretty quickly that it's all settled by single comment, combat. Mm. Single comment. <laughs> Imagine things are settled on the comment boards on the internet. With one comment. Yeah, exactly. Like two people get to say one comment, whoever has the best comment wins. God, I hope that's Settled by hungry. referees floating around in the air <laughs> in, de in Death Valley with helmets on. Yeah. Well, it's in case they get stomped on. Didn't help, but it's still in case they get stomped on. What? <laughs> Why were there spectators? You know, I don't know. It was a ridiculous thing. Um, I thought anyway. that was a good idea. I don't know. Maybe it was like supposed to be like a Running Man-esque kind of commentary on like, you know, the way that, that athletics like turns into blood sport, if you will. But um, this isn't really athletics. It's like, you know, war, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the they're fighting over they're fighting over Alaska for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm not sure why they chose Alaska, but okay, sure, we'll fight over Alaska. Um, and I actually don't really understand the rules because mm -hmm. they're like we have to fight over Alaska, but the guy won. Like, how many times does he have to win before he wins Alaska? Yeah, that feel that felt kind of because the first time when he killed. Hercules, maybe the other guy. Yeah, he killed Hercules first. Yeah, so wasn't that for Alaska? You're right. And and then they were still fighting for. And they mentioned that they that Achilles. I'm sorry, Hercules there died in Siberia. So like, is it like a home field like away situation? Like, <laughs> did they do some of them in Siberia? Yeah, home field advantage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe you have to win like a best out of three or something. I don't know. Well, I actually, you know, they did say that like they lost territory i guess mm -hmm. so they're and then you know because texas is like oh right i do remember that. soil's just dirt <laughs> that's just that's, that's pretty that's an excellent approximation of that guy's accent by the way <laughs> it wasn't inaccurate at all <laughs> um and i mean pretty quickly you find our villain alexander mm -hmm. who is just wow over the top yeah he was over <laughs> he, he he like went so over the top, he came back around, and now he's under the top by like a lot for me. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I, I was, 
I, I didn't even know what to think. I was just like, <laughs> what? Is this guy for plus like everything he said, he was like it felt very much like he was taking really long pause pauses. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But it would be in the middle of sentences where it would be very weird. Like, you know, I don't know. He's going uh, for like a Christopher Walken kind of thing, you know? Like really weird punctuation. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I guess we found our villain. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Thanks, Alexander. I enjoyed how every time we saw him, he seemed to be walking into a bar that was like all the music stopped as soon as he walked in. I was like, oh, no. that's just his hobby is walking into yeah. those places. I'm <laughs> yeah, he was just like a professional, like, you know, heavy, I think. And then, I mean, and, and we're not even talking about the fact that like one of his first lines is, you're next, Achilles. Yeah, he says that like to the news camera or something, yeah. you know? It's like broadcast. I love that they have like wrestler promos for these guys. <laughs> yeah. um, that's kind of what this is: is uh, is uh, politics, you know, war by way of the you know WWF, except robots. <laughs> so that's really kind of a better premise for the movie than anything that those guys said. But then we get back to uh, the the American, which is the market, by the way. Yeah, they're the but, market. I noticed that too. It's the Confederation um, and the market. So maybe that's how they, they got on politics talking to Anne Marie and Gary. Yeah, probably because she's uh, like, communism is good. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, like, no, capitalism. It's really just a microcosm of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what team are you on? Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, then we get to the uh yeah, we get to the American side here in Tex. Whew, quite the actor, my goodness. Yep. <laughs> Is he Plays better or worse than Alexander? I couldn't tell. I think he's he might actually been, a little bit better. I think he might have been a little better too, actually, which is not saying much. No, it's really not. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, uh, wow. Um, so then, we, then we get into this training, right? Which, um, you know, I'll be honest, there's it was not terrible fighting in the training. Yeah, it was okay. You know, I mean, it was, I'm not like it's not a five, but it, you know, it's not <laughs> terrible. Uh, it was better than I expected it to be, you know, based on what we'd seen so far. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then, like, the one I was very confused why they were calling them two bees. I yeah. actually turned on the, uh, yeah, actually, the, I did too. <laughs> I was like, what? Because he, he said this, you know, he says in training, yeah. And uh, I didn't understand what he said at first. I was just like, what, what did he say? So I, that's why. Anyway, so what I thought was weird is that they're, you know, they're all like, Achilles is the best. Oh, man, he, like, beat everybody up. He's awesome. And then this one Tubi gets up, Sargon, mm-hmm. and starts fighting him randomly. Yeah. But then the people in the background are rooting for him. They're like, yeah, yeah come on, Sargon. Get up, Sargon. Yeah, get him. Like, but weren't you all just – that doesn't make – I also enjoyed that I was like hearing them say Tubi Mm. while I was watching it on Tubi. (laughs) What a weird little bit of synchronicity that they could never have predicted in 1989. I was like, did they do this on purpose? Did they add this in? (laughs) Tubi was like, we got to get this movie. (laughs) So so then now, now they, uh, you know the training's over. He's beating up Sargon again, oh, yeah. and uh, 
<laughs> and then we get the weird misogynist jokes. I know it's so so sexist, like out of nowhere. Yeah, it was crazy sexist, just suddenly, very suddenly. And <laughs> I was just like, this is such an odd comedy, quote unquote, portion yeah. of things, you know? Like yeah, the jokes who, are like who was the audience for this? <laughs> I think the writer, like the one writer. He's like, hey, this is good stuff. I just, I'm, I was, I was sort of baffled because I was just Ooh. like, so they're supposed to be our heroes, right? And instead, they're just misogynist dicks, you know? Yeah. Like, they, it didn't make them in the least bit likable because it wasn't I, funny or like even clever. It was just stupid. Yeah. And I'm just like, and I'm trying to think, like, okay, if I had seen this movie as like a 14 year old, right? Would I think this was funny? And I don't think I would. I would just be like, why? I don't get it. Why, mm -hmm. why are they? <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, sure. Um, anyway, so <laughs> then we get our first promos, right, For, from Alexander. And, uh, you know, it's like a reporter being like, this is what Alexander just said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gorilla monsoon over there, like interviewing everybody yeah mean gene okerlund yeah exactly let me tell you something mean gene i'm gonna take achilles and i'm gonna break him in half <laughs> i mean I, I if the viewers here are listening and they have not watched the movie it's it's basically what it is it's not even that much of an exaggeration at all so seriously seriously like if you had just put macho man in there would have been yeah. i mean the only difference would have been that he would have said oh yeah and um, i I think it might have been a lot better. <laughs> just go yeah, like no shit. It would have been <laughs> like just go completely. All right, fine. Where this is just complete nonsense now. You know, sometimes I watch this stuff and I'm like, man, we there were a lot of opportunities missed to have wrestlers be in things. You know, I know. <laughs> like uh, like you could have cast a wrestler as Tex, and it would have been just as good. If you know, if not better. Yeah. Honestly, you're looking at all these like this type of B movie. Uh -huh. It probably would have done better at the box office if you had just put like Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and stuff in it. Like, yeah, you know, these, people would have just gone to see it because, like, like oh, yeah, they know who those people are. At least. Yeah, don't, I don't even know who played Tech still, and I think we've already gone over their names. So, <laughs> no, I didn't talk about Tex's name, and I, oh. I actually don't know or care. Um, I, I can't even believe that I had that I had looked up. Alexander's name. <laughs> that was before I watched it. Those. So. You're like, this is important information. I better know this. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm just like, my goodness, this is silly. And why would they say crash and burn? I don't why know. is that the thing? Is you it like a supposed to be better, like break a leg? Yeah, it must be. Because yeah, because saying good luck is uh, bad luck. They mention because yeah, because uh, Achilles' uh, family, his brother, and his like thirty kids call him up and goes good luck and then they just hang up which by the way they're just doing their part yeah so. yeah exactly um this is the same brother who apparently reads for a living as far as i can tell <laughs> well I, I didn't want to jump into this yet because i'm sorry i'm it was I such my load too early here I get so it excited. was such a weird like plot point that yeah. he couldn't read yeah he can't read <laughs> And but I love that it only it only matters in one scene, and yeah. it's when he's at the bar trying to order drinks in alphabetical order. Yeah. What <laughs> comes next? This J. Yeah. And he's not that what? far off either. It's not like he thought like Q came next or something. But um, 
Yeah. So and like yeah, you're right. It. You should you should give him some credit for that. Definitely. What? Yeah. <laughs> how come, yeah. How come he like? It seems like people in can people in general not read? Can Jocks not read? I don't get it. Because then later how? when he goes to visit his brother, he says, "How's the reading business?" Like, <laughs> is I missed does, that. I'm really brother, sad that I missed that. He's what he says, and I don't know if it means that his brother literally reads for a living, like because other people can't. Like maybe he reads it out to them, like he's reading green eggs and ham because they don't they can't, or if. <laughs> He were if he knows how to read, but he does just anything in the entire world. But for Achilles, that's reading, like he, he data entry. Oh, how's the reading biz? I don't know what words are, so I just figure everything <laughs> to do with words is reading somehow. Yes, yeah. I don't know which one it was. It was so bizarre. Um, so anyway, we're we're at uh, what we're, we actually get into the fighting the fight between Achilles and Alexander pretty quick. It was faster mm -hmm. than I thought it would be. Although based on the story, I, now it made sense eventually because I was like, yeah. oh, I see there. But anyway, yeah. So um, I, I just I loved that. Uh... Okay, first of all, wait, I got to go back. <laughs> I keep jumping around. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I me too. So we see the robot for the first time, and I I will admit that the robot does look pretty cool standing there. I think it looks okay. Like I, you know, I was it's, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, moving and around I, is less convincing, but right. I, I said I'm curious what it'll look like when it starts moving. <laughs> that's yeah. what, I wrote, what I wrote. And then shortly, I, go, oh yeah, no, that is good. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, not terrible when you consider it's a B movie, you know, this, and it's nineteen eighty nine. Still, if this movie was more like a picture, like a still picture, it would be a lot better. <laughs> it would work much better as just a picture. It's a still life. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know about you, but I wrote I wrote this because they talked about the spy. Mm. I said I feel like Texas the spy. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you if you realized it pretty quickly on. I was like, I wrote, maybe I'll be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Tex is the spy. No, I thought that the spy was, I didn't think of who the spy was because I was so caught up with the story. Well, I actually, so jumping way ahead towards the end when Tex was like, I don't trust that Jap as far as I can throw him, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, no, I hope they don't make him the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the spy. I actually, you know. I kind of thought they were going in that direction for a minute, but thankfully they didn't. Well, I, I got worried because, like, you know, the way that they were portraying their heroes were not exactly the nicest thing, and I was like, mm -hmm. like a lot of sexism, and I was just like, yeah. oh, man, I really don't want it to be, like, a racist trope. That would make me feel not so great <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> about watching this. But thankfully I was right. It was Tex. Just mm -hmm. spoiler alert, everybody. Yeah. It doesn't um, matter, but... And then I was like, do we have some foreshadowing happening with the good luck stuff? But no, it's just weird. Thing. <laughs> it's just another little thing they decided on. But I love that the Russians are the bad guys, even in the post-apocalyptic world. Oh, like, I they're know. They're still the bad guys. Basically, if it was the Cold War era, we could not conceive of a world in which the Russians were not the bad guys. Well, actually, <laughs> unless it was the Nazis. And it was set in That's that. true. That's, That's the true. only way. But the future, it had to still be the Russians. It was Apparently, the Nazis or the Soviets. That's it. We had more confidence in the Soviet Union than they did. Because we were convinced it was going to last forever. Well, yeah. I mean, that's actually a pretty good point. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, we were like, we're gonna be we're gonna be speaking Russian. Yep. Um, although I do love that, like that's the that's like the redneck reason that all European countries should love America. Is, You'd be speaking German if it wasn't for us. <laughs> okay, text, <Tex>, geez. <laughs> Calm down. So then the fight starts, and I'm just mm. like, so they just stand across from each other and shoot <laughs> missiles? It seems That's to be the one fight. Yep, yeah, kind of it. Until they get close enough, at which point you are not allowed to shoot anything, I guess. And then, and then we get... Uh, Very organized war. Then we more shooting... Shoot the green laser. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess the color of the laser matters. <laughs> it's a different <laughs> spectrum of, I don't know. I And I couldn't figure out if that was what it was literally called. The green laser was the name of this weapon. Real, real sophisticated there. Matsumoto or whatever your name was. <laughs> or if, again, these jocks are so stupid. That if you describe it as anything other than the most blindingly obvious thing. Um they will get confused because I don't know if you noticed, but all of the weapons have like little symbols next to them that are like really clearly. That's what it is. Cause I guess again, they can't read. Um, and Matsumoto's like instructions are so turn the knob next to the green button all the way. And you can just imagine a jock going, Oh, all the way. Okay. And he turns Actually that over. makes the buttons on there so much more sense. Now Tex is going to look directly at the screen and somehow empire uh films did not get sued for this but he says it's clobbering time <laughs> he, actually... he looks directly at camera and says it's clobbering time well i don't actually remember that i must have blocked it out <laughs> it's like it's like when you see your brain sees something that it can't understand so it just like writes it off from existing well you know he uh clearly was a big fan of the thing mm -hmm. who isn't <laughs> so I didn't know there were referees at this point. <laughs> so I, I wrote so the referees and then in parentheses question mark exclamation point yeah. change the weapon usage yeah. okay it's time to stop with the missiles now yeah only punching and stuff <laughs> and apparently chainsaw cords I guess or something I don't know well we find out later that uh Alexander's machine's got a chainsaw dick, so <laughs> yeah, that, was, that could not have been accidental. Put that there, it's a very disturbing visual. It comes directly out of his crotch. So, like, here's my chainsaw dick. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you with it, pretty much. Um, so, so then he he like knocks down Achilles, mm. and they're like, he's down, and it might be a concussion, and he's you know he's knocked out. And I'm like, what did he hit his head on? <laughs> Isn't he like suspended in air at this? Basically, you know, like, yeah. I, I can. I, maybe he fell backward, or maybe it's insane. And like <laughs> it, may, it jostled him a lot. I guess maybe I don't know. He can get shaken baby syndrome. I have no idea. <laughs> shaken Achilles syndrome. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what he he tore his Achilles. You know what I mean? Well, we're gonna get to that, um, you know, reference later. But uh, so. <laughs> I just I love that he runs over to protect the people and then yeah. kills them all. <laughs> Accidentally, oh, way more of them die than probably would have from the flying fist. At this point, I'm like, I mean, I remember thinking in the very beginning, I'm like, 
why are people watching this? Why are yeah. there ble like bleachers to watch this? There were people making bets too. I know that is a little, at least a little bit more understandable. Yeah. I, I, I actually I sort of wonder: Are there bets out there for like Ukraine and Russia? I bet there are. They're probably well. I bet you can bet on whether or not there are bets for Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Anybody else want to get in on this? Actually, you know what we're like? We're like Selena Gomez in that. Uh, yeah, exactly. In the big short. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Some listener doesn't know that one and is going, they're like Selena Gomez? What? Neither of you are anything like Selena Gomez. <laughs> if anything, you're Martin Short and Steve Martin. Uh, yes, I agree. Like, that is an I'm probably movie. the Martin Short of the of this duo also. Well, well, you're a bit more zany. And I play the banjo, so we're all set. <laughs> um so now like he's he's like nope this was my last fight and i'm done right mm -hmm. and i actually kind of get what he's saying here you know yeah, like, I, too. I was with him actually it's like whatever it's like yeah he fought like that's what he was supposed to do um and then that's where we find out that he can't read because you can't even read your contract yeah <laughs> which like I thought it was just like him saying you didn't read your contract. Yeah, like it was. But then he turns around and goes, no. "I can't read, but I'm not dumb." Yeah, it's suddenly Forrest Gump over here. And I was like, "Wait, he can't read? You really was, can't read?" Yeah, it really threw me off. I was just like, "Wait, does he does he know what he just said, or <laughs> is it real?" And you know, we find out it is real because then we go to the bar in the next scene, and he doesn't know the alphabet. <laughs> as one doesn't which i feel like you know people who can't read know how to say a b c d i mean like you know i don't know i've never known anybody who can't read so me either that's well, kind of a, that's, a, that's a actually not true because Lyndon can't well he can read some stuff right now i mean outside um, of babies <laughs> it was like, but calvin and quincy can't i also know dogs and cats and things so <laughs> <laughs> I've even met an earthworm. Really? Yeah. Was his name Jim? His name was Jim, and he was very disturbing. <laughs> um, he wore so anyway, and danced. It was. No, I cannot remember at what point this happened, but uh, I think so. Alexander comes to the bar, and he's upset that Achilles is quitting, and he's like, "I won't fight you." Sargon tries to fight him, and he's apparently so powerful that he can just hold his hands and yeah. Push him down to the ground because you know those Russians. Yeah, I, that was a little strange too. Because remember, Sargon was good enough that he at least gave Achilles like a run for his money in the fighting earlier, in like right. a sparring session. Uh, you know, Achilles won, but like Sargon wasn't like a child in his hands. You know, right? <laughs> but he's a child in Alexander's hands. Yeah, Alexander's that strong. Apparently, he would have kicked Achilles' ass too. Frankly, yeah. Well, we'll get to it, but he kind of did. Yeah, he's apparently superhuman, I guess. Because yeah, right. Just all Russians are Ivan Drago. It seems that's what I was. I was gonna make that joke earlier. <laughs> well, you didn't, and I did. I was gonna say Dolph Lundgren, and then I was like, oh, wait, what was his name again? And then I didn't want to like interject too late, you know. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to lose the uh, lose the plot. Yes, yeah, news you lose. Yep. Okay, so then you know they get into a little back and forth, blah blah blah, and listeners. <laughs> I won't fight you unless it's in the mech or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, all right, dude. But um, then at some point, I don't remember exactly when it was, 
but Achilles pulls his eye down with his middle yeah, finger. I saw that too. And that was it. And I'm like, wait a second. Did they watch Aliens? Is this a pwn all over again? Why is this a thing? Was this a thing in the mid to late 80s that people did this? It might have been. Maybe we just don't know. Well, because now I'm thinking, like, did did a pwn do it with his middle finger, too? So, like, the whole point was that he's giving him the finger? Yeah, that, that actually would make sense. It's a covert way of giving the finger. The one thing I will say, though, is that why should either of these people be covert about giving the finger? Because yes. one of them is a space marine. I feel like they're known to be dirty-mouthed at times. Dirty-fingered as well. <clears throat> and uh, the other... <laughs> Only with Diaz. Yeah, just the... <laughs> You went too far. <laughs> I went just far enough. You went too far. Well, and the other are robot jocks. Uh, robot jocks also don't seem to be the most wholesome bunch. So it's not like they were around a bunch of nuns or something and weren't able to swear. But anyway. It, it was a very bizarre exchange. And I was so confused as to how this was like a thing again. Mm -hmm. It was clearly like to show the middle finger. And then I was thinking mm -hmm. like, is that what a pwn was doing? And I just fucking didn't get it because I'm too naive. <laughs> We're just both so innocent is all. Look into my eye. Plus he was holding a cigar, you know, so uh -huh. it's like kind of hard to like show that you're giving the finger, I think. Yeah. I guess I'll have to watch that scene again, except that I won't. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can tell so, so now, you know, we're back. We're doing some more training. And uh, what is with these guys' little ponytails? I don't know. They look really stupid, though, don't they? It's like they a little terrible. It's like the little Padawan rat tails that they have at the prequels in Star Wars. That You're also right, which also look terrible. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> never a good idea. It wasn't like, a good idea in Robot Jocks, George, and it isn't a good idea now. It's got to be George Lucas, right? He's like, I really like this hair. He just loved that haircut for some reason. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what I wrote. So Achilles can't read. What is this? What is with that plot line? <laughs> is this gonna come back? Is it important? Does he lose the match because he didn't read? <laughs> oh, you know what? I think we're in the bar now. Um, but so he must have done the eye thing before the bar. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when it happened, but it happened and it was definitely like uh like whoa, wait, hold on. Mm. But okay, so uh he might have done the it first in the press thing, conference. That must have been what it was. So, yeah, that's right. It, I think it was in the press conference when they were, like, accusing him of being a coward or something. Mm -hmm. um, so, anyway, the first thing we see in the bar, by the way, is Tex being weird with a woman who is wearing a very ridiculous outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that outfit? Yeah, their, their attempts at making it look futuristic were really bizarre kind of unsettling maybe i don't know they actually <laughs> coincidentally they did the same thing on on star trek the next generation sometimes they didn't always know how to make it look like the future so they just did very strange things and oh in the future they all have this kind of style and you go ah why <laughs> why would they have done that yeah what are they all stupid in the future oh they can't read i, I see and then, yeah, I wrote, Alexander is just absolutely ridiculous <laughs> when he goes in. Yeah. And so, you know, anyway, Achilles gets super drunk at the bar. Then he goes, somehow he gets back to his room, which we find out later is because Athena carried him back. And 
just made like declothed him. <laughs> he just took off all his clothes. Took off like all of his clothes. Left nothing on. Well, you know, when he gets dressed, he puts a jumpsuit on over nothing. So maybe just everybody is naked under their jumpsuits. Although well, that's tubies, what I thought the exact same thing. The tubies seem to wear that silver body type thing. Jumpsuit. Like, that's a tight. I don't know what to call it. Leotard. Like, body leotard. So yeah. uh, maybe only the tubies wear that, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. Why, why are the test tubes basically like robots? You know? I don't know. They were taught. They're like taught to not have emotion. Like maybe I don't know. Except they seem to have a lot of emotion. Actually, <laughs> I it was it was very bizarre to me that she's like, I took off your clothes to study your body. <laughs> yes, you know, to like, study his body. <laughs> well, what's crazy to me is she's like, I've been here all night, and yeah. at no point did she think, okay, I guess I'm done studying. <laughs> yes, and really, that's it. <laughs> okay, so well, yeah, I guess that's all of it. So. And I love that he explains, well, I'm just a regular guy, two legs, <laughs> two arms, and one. Oh, did you catch? I looked under the sheets yeah, he even at my looked. wiener. <laughs> and But then he said hangover, so it was oh. funny. <laughs> He's so just adorable. If I was What's-His-Face, I would not have admitted to writing some of this screenplay on my title. That's what I was thinking, because he's like a sci-fi novelist, I guess, and he, you know... Well, not anymore. Like, <laughs> not <laughs> this robot, Jacks. Now we can't read. And then he has, like, the most overacted hangover in history. Yeah, um, I actually thought he was not that bad an actor throughout most of the movie, but some, every, just every so often, like, he forgets how to act completely. And it would be like my first day as an actor. You know? Yeah. yeah. I just, the hangover was crazy. And then mm -hmm. he crawls under the table and then it's yeah. set on the table. I'm just like, what is this guy doing? Suddenly it's um, three stooges, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, then we get to like, you know, he's putting on the cell. So he just doesn't wear underwear. We, yeah. We just, we just don't wear underwear. He's just, just fun and fancy free at all times. Which, which, by the way, we're playing, they're playing a dangerous game because it's basically yeah. all zipper. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so much zipper on that goddamn thing. So much zipper, and they're like, nothing underneath this. He's not like, I necessary. Like, I like to live dangerously. <laughs> um. So anyway, so then she says, "You know, I was made for a purpose, and <laughs> you were you were just like you just happened or whatever." Yeah. And then he's like, "That's what Daddy used to say." And I actually thought that was kind of funny. Man, really? <laughs> One of the few responses that I was like, okay, it's kind of, it's kind of silly. You see, it's it seems like the writer got gets into these zones where he's like, just one hilarious joke after another, and it's like, yeah, I know, <laughs> uh, like he seems to be very impressed with himself suddenly. And it just it just like keeps going like this with men being so sexist, and I'm like. Mm -hmm. So in the future that these people envision, men have gotten worse. Well, that's utopia for them because <laughs> yeah. they want to be worse. Um, <laughs> this is uh now, now we get to see you know her rear end, right? Yeah, just random I'm just butt. Like, how is this movie PG? Because it's not just a butt, you know. Like yeah. sometimes you see a butt and it's like a little bit here, like yeah. a side butt. Yeah. Now it's like full on butt. Like if she had bent over at all, yeah. I mean, she yeah. was very naked. 
Yeah. She like walks away for a full like frame, you know, worth of yeah. like she's like, walking straight away from the camera for a minute. So. Which by the way, you knew that there wasn't much there because once she walked in there, she had uh, to just stand behind them. <laughs> did you notice that? She just I stood there. Like the door closed and she's just standing there, like, okay, no room. wait for the wait for the scene to end. Yep. <laughs> now I'm naked standing here in this tiny, tiny room. <laughs> With these other guys who may have those courtesy socks on, I don't know. We we go to meet his brother now and mm -hmm. his um, fifteen nephews and nieces, and yeah, there this is it, this is because he's quit, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, he, he's like, I'm out of here. I'm retired, so now I live with my brother. Yeah, <laughs> in a very tiny apartment with a million kids. Yeah. Um. Where they're just doing their part, but what I find interesting is that you know they're they're post-apocalyptic, but somehow they have a whole bunch of technological advances. Mm -hmm. You know, it can't like, be a sci-fi movie without it, so right, floating cars and you know, mm -hmm. fighting robots that fly to space, um, <laughs> but still just telephone. <laughs> they couldn't imagine anything more than a telephone. They were like. What's a futuristic telephone? Uh, it's one where you call and see a video at the same time. So you yeah. still have to hold the headset yeah. and look at the video. That's a futuristic telephone for you. Sometimes <laughs> they're, mean, more, they're more angular, you know, because like they're like that, that future aesthetic that I love. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. Um, so, so then they get this crazy training scene where they have to climb up the bars and whoever mm -hmm. climbs out the tiny hole it's just is the winner. <laughs> yeah, it's monkey bars. Yeah, but monkey bars that randomly fall apart. Like, how is it a test of their <laughs> aptitude or their athletic ability when you you don't, like, tell them what, what things are going to happen? It's just yeah. like, you know, well, this one, <laughs> this one just randomly is going to be boiling hot out yeah. of nowhere. This one pours acid in your face. I hope we'll yeah. see if you can handle that. This, this one just falls apart. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was, that was just a mistake. That one was built by the Soviets. That part. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was East German contribution to this monkey bars. But I guess, so then I'm like, why? I'm like, so is Sargon dead then? Because the whole thing was like, don't die. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so everybody's expendable, but yet nobody, that's very bizarre. Well, actually, um, I guess they are expendable because remember these robot jocks fights don't end until someone loses which is like they say right but you need them yeah but like does that mean that achilles has killed nine people or can you oh i guess you can yield the, the yield right alexander right. just won't do it i forgot about that okay ignore that it's just alexander who's an asshole because yeah alexander's a piece of shit and they don't ever censure him for that at all. They're just like, oh, Alexander killed him. But they person. will on the last one. Yeah, that last time, though. That's because he yeah. stomped. Well, you know, let's not spoil the movie for anybody. <laughs> if they're watching along at home in real time. In, in real time. Which I that recommend. That would be amazing. Yeah, please watch along in real time. Um, and, and, and you know what? Live tweet us while mm -hmm. you're doing it. Please do. At the rank. At the rank podcast. At the rank podcast, yes. Don't just I don't know who at the rank is. That's no one. Nobody important anyway. Fucking <laughs> um, Obama's Twitter name for some reason. <laughs> Why'd you pick those? What is with the camera work in that room, by the way? I don't know. They were I think they were going for exciting and dynamic and stuff, but it was just stupid. Yeah. 
that was, was the weird. special effects they went with you know just yeah. like shake the camera a bunch and use strobe lights yeah that was their they're like ooh, sophisticated this will this will get a high cinematography score on the rank with john and zach <laughs> they were worried about that way at a time yeah they were like this is definitely nominated for best picture so well they were right um yeah so i'm not, I'm not even sure what this part is but I said that kind of confirms it for me that Texas the spy. So mm -hmm. I, I mean, it clearly had me engaged that I was writing plot points in here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, See, yeah, I was. It went right over my head. And then, but that that was like when he was like that. You know, the I think it was when he was like, I don't trust that. I don't trust that Jap as far as I can throw him. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, okay, so misogyny and racism are the staples of this one. You know. Oh yeah, that's. that's the that's the market for you in the year mm -hmm, i don't know when it's supposed to take place but yeah. they never do say which is actually kind of clever um because yeah. i feel like a lot of sci-fi movies are like in the year 2020 this is what it was <laughs> this is what's gonna happen and then you're like that didn't happen stupid movie <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i love demolition man but like yeah. oh yeah that movie takes place in like 2014 or some shit. yeah well not only that but like the the very beginning when los angeles is a wasteland uh -huh. so the movie came out in 1993 and they're like it's 1996 and los angeles <laughs> yeah. is a wasteland they anticipated things going downhill very quickly yeah <laughs> steep decline um so now we see sargon's alive with just like mm -hmm. a full body cast yeah looking cool. very forlorn um <laughs> we get alexander i don't i don't remember what what prompted it it was like he was responding to somebody and he goes you make my drink taste like blood and i'm like is he trying to be dracula here what is happening it was in response to gary gary guy whatever his name is achilles saying that oh it's alexander i think he curdled my beer which oh that's uh, right i don't know which is kind of dumb but whatever beer. but then the blood comment is even stupider it's just insane is that a thing in russia do you say people make your vodka taste like blood if you don't like them i don't know obviously completely, completely lost gotta ask vladimir putin now here's the part where we find out the text is the spy right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is which is what i wrote before we found out um and then he gets the gun from matsumoto mm -hmm. and then he hits him with the gun you know pistol whips him mm -hmm. and just immediately there's a giant bruise <laughs> <laughs> he bruises very quickly this Matsumoto. Yeah. <laughs> he bruised real quick real quick and why is tech so sweaty i mean he is crazy sweaty <laughs> he's a fat Eventually. man you know, you didn't even mention I enjoyed because Matsumoto has the gun and Tex takes his hat off and then like swipes the gun with his hat and that somehow gets it away from Matsumoto. Like he's like, aha, you can't stand up to a hat. <laughs> it was a, my secret weapon. Well, they were like, yeah, he's a big time soldier. And, you know, <laughs> never yeah. really is clear how he's such a great soldier, according yeah, but, to them. But, well, we're about to find out. <laughs> okay. Well, no, in that scene, I mean, they talked about it earlier. They're like, mm -hmm. that's such a lucky shot. And he was like, yeah, it's a lucky shot, you know? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay, that was really funny. Though. I was like, so Texan's plan, right, was that he was going to show that Matsumoto, Matsumoto killed himself 
by shooting shooting himself in the middle of the forehead. Mm. <laughs> like he aimed the gun in front of his forehead and shot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So. So then. So now after this, you know, uh, so Achilles comes back, right? Because he he can't imagine. I guess he fell in love with Athena, which mm. was never really explained. No, you know? no, he just decided he was. <laughs> so he he comes back to save her because he doesn't want her to get killed by Alexander, and um, and then Athena is of course upset by this, comes into his room. And she's like, I have a present for you. And I, I have to admit, I was fooled by this. I thought for sure we were about to have a sex scene. Because <laughs> this is Forgetting, the most romantic of situations. Well, you know, I, I forgot that it was PG, but I just was <laughs> like, you know, it You're seemed like, like she was about to be like, here's your present. It's my boobies. <laughs> You've already seen my butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You come around to the other side. Um, she'll be so, coming around the mountain when she comes, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh boy. So then she sedates him mm -hmm. and, uh, and then they have a fight scene that is, um, not good. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> and, sir, then, it is not. and then he kisses her. Mm. You don't, you know why I came back? And then he kisses her. And then he's like shocked that she doesn't reciprocate a, a kiss after they've just been fighting. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to thank the directors for not having her reciprocate that kiss. Yeah. It's like the one moment where they kind of got it right. Like, this is not a moment <laughs> where anybody's going to be like, you know what? This this is this is a good time for this. Absolutely. Except for Achilles, apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, we've sort of learned from Achilles that he's not um, really all that great of a human. Um Except that he just tried to protect the spectators that he ended up killing. Yeah. Um, and I just was like, nobody has expressed any interest up to this point, other than like the random, like he has to come back to save her, you mm -hmm. know, the damsel in distress. Um, so she steals his suit and walks out, and everybody's like, oh, hey. No, nobody questions the dark visor this time. <laughs> yeah, just fully dressed dark visor, not saying a word. And uh, and the guard, I love that the guard is like, so as to tell the audience why it's okay, the guard does that thing where he's like, well, it's his last fight, so, you know, he probably has a lot of nerves and doesn't want to talk, or whatever the fuck he said that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm like, but wasn't the last fight his last fight? <laughs> yeah. he, he talked plenty then. Yeah. Nobody had, he said crash and burn to fucking everybody. <laughs> he's, he's just seeking out people in the stands. Crash and burn, buddy. Little yeah. did they know. Um, just, yeah. And I love that they're like, hey, he's not Achilles. And it was because they slapped his butt. Because they slapped his butt earlier. They're like, and that is a female butt. Yeah, the, the guy knows Achilles' butt. Thank you. And wait a second, something's wrong here. That is definitely not Achilles' ass. That is much too nice. I don't um, Achilles' his ass anywhere. <laughs> and so they figure it out. She gets in there and uh, puts it on the manual override, which kind of is an oversight, I would think. <laughs> Why do they just have that as a button? Yeah. <laughs> and then so they like stop the elevator. I'm like, we're stopping her from getting out. And then she just evil laughs her way out. 
Yeah. <laughs> she, she suddenly seems to be turning into the villain. It's yeah. kind of out of nowhere. This is the crazy laugh. And then, so then they watch the video of Matsumoto explaining the secret weapon, which is something that's magnesium burning at many times brighter than the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the, the end of it, where is the video of uh, Tex killing him. Mm-hmm. Um, which Matsumoto um, recorded. Like, yeah. Because, like my parents, he uses VHS tapes over and over again. So, <laughs> all you have to do is hit record and, like, well, actually, in that video. scene, he's filming, he is filming, like, oh, this you're is where right. the button is, and then he, like, turns it off and then he turns it back on. But I, w- I hate when you're right and it does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay. So, so then they're like, guards seize him <laughs> they're like, suddenly they're in a medieval fantasy kind of god seize him yeah and, down the castle steps and then, and then they're like you didn't kill him did you <laughs> sure did what <laughs> i killed him real good and i love that that was done as a way to distract them like watch the murder yeah <laughs> so that i can get away oh and then so he gets I can away, get away and, and kill myself and kill myself yeah and just jump to my death <laughs> oh i just loved the idea that he was able to get away because he told them to watch him kill someone yeah it's just ridiculous uh beautiful um so, so now we're in the now we're in the fight and achilles is trying to help athena right he's telling her mm-hmm. what to do and um use the <laughs> use the blinder yeah and they do it and it does nothing it, it accomplished absolutely nothing alexander is bothered for like a second and then he still just goes up and like hits her and then immediately starts doing the crazy jackhammering fist that's not yeah. very does not look like it's doing anything when they show it with the mechs they should have just yeah. left it on on her yeah, because at least she was acting like it was really getting her, you know. Yeah, so like she was know. being jackhammered. I love, um, I love the idea that this that not only are they going to use this blinding secret blinding weapon just right out of the gate, they're not going to save it for anything. Just immediately do it, and yeah. uh, but it's also pointless. And Doc Matsumoto died for nothing because this stupid <laughs> secret weapon of his worst twenty. Actually, you know what? Maybe. Maybe there was no spy, and his secret weapons were just all shit. Like the green laser, was <laughs> green light. It wasn't even I, a real laser. I, I changed the color of yeah. the laser. Yeah, he was just bluffing his way into all this stuff. Like, oh, this is this green laser. It's got new optics, and everyone goes, oh, okay, we can't read, so we don't no, know. It was, but this was cracking me up. The jackhammering fist was just, yeah. oh man. Um, and then we get. The professor, who up to this point hasn't really been that terrible of an actress, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, and suddenly she's the worst actress. He's killing her! Earth. He's killing her! And we keep going back to her for reactions, like, every I'm... couple of seconds, just to hammer home just how bad this woman is. And she, like, hides, she hides her face dramatically. Oh! And yeah. just, oh, my God. This is the point of the movie where I was like, I can't. The rest of the bad acting I could totally deal with. This bad acting was like I wanted to fast forward. Well, I wrote, "Oh my goodness, this is a gem." <laughs> and so this is actually an interesting. So the world building that they did here, 
it was an interesting thing that they did where they were like everybody was in masks pretty mm -hmm. much you know yeah and um yeah, and apparently then, it takes you know, place so, in 2020. <laughs> oh does it no i'm just saying oh oh right right yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say that's kind of clever or, or not clever but it worked out but um remember those n95 masks were hard to get back at the beginning of the pandemic yeah, yeah. using them all on robot jocks well you know and then uh you know that when he goes into his brother's house and they're like don't let in the air right mm -hmm. yeah but apparently the air in death valley is just totally fine mm -hmm. yeah of course you know the air quality just, there is great today yeah i was it was i just i was like okay um sure so <laughs> i don't even remember what alexander was saying i just was like <laughs> i just everything every the way he delivered his lines were just so absurd i don't even i can't even like remember anything that he said just that every time he talked i was like what the fuck is wrong with this guy who who was like in the casting search like this yeah. this is the guy yeah he seems like a real russian <laughs> um yeah and it's funny because it's one of those things where we had to have failures on multiple levels for this to get through because the casting needs to have said yes to him um the director needs to have been like yes continue doing that and not ever change it so yeah <laughs> and actually at some point he needed to wake up in the morning and decide that this was the way to go this was the same director of uh reanimator by the way oh well that explains a lot um i've never seen reanimator i just know the reference from american beauty um so i also thought i was like so they couldn't let athena win the battle hmm. you know no, like could have been, i was just like i was thinking like oh so maybe they're actually going to make a statement about sexism here and and have her win the battle you mm -hmm. know and just you know that achilles was like her coach right mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I kind of thought that's, that's where the way it was going too. But yeah, and instead it was just like, no, no, no. the woman can't win. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, she's horrible. Yeah, I mean, she she got beat up real quick. Yeah, <laughs> she used her secret weapon and then just like <laughs> did nothing. Yeah, the like, secret weapon barely gave her an advantage, but then she I'm lost like, even less, um, even well, more of an advantage. Why would you use a blinder and then stand there? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I blinded him. Now what? Yeah. Have you ever fought anyone in your life, Athena? <laughs> you you have blinded him. Now run up and kick him. <laughs> um, so, so so anyway, now they're threatening like, oh, you're gonna lose Alaska if you don't mm. leave the field, right? And yeah, because Alexander has just won. Is the yeah. thing? It's not yeah. like a, a it's over. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna be like a turnaround. Like they're like, no, no, the match is continued. No, he just won. They just they just disqualify him because he won't leave. I know it's because he goes because um Achilles goes running to the battlefield, right? And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. like, oh, is he gonna like sneak in? They didn't yeah. see him. And I, another yeah. thing I thought was gonna happen, but no. Nope. <laughs> no, he just Alexander won and then yeah. <laughs> and then he steps on the referees. He just murders them all. Yeah, and then and so then he loses. So it's like okay. Referees. So still, it's over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it remains over. Um, <laughs> um, so you know, he gets in. Achilles gets in, and they're gonna they're gonna do their fight because I guess their rivalry is so strong that they have to have this this battle, right? Oh, yeah. This, this is for this is for honor now. Yeah, at this point, it just it has to be done. Yeah. And um, 
<laughs> and then they fly to space. <laughs> Earlier, we had established that that Alexander could fly at least, I, right? And let him waste his fuel. Yeah, but and apparently, then, it's not wasting fuel to fly to fucking space. You see, this is another moment where I thought, oh. Is it going to come back that, like, he's doing this, like, oh, I'll fly into space, but Alexander wasted all that fuel, so he's going to, like, run out of fuel in space, right? I thought of that, too. I, I thought the same thing. But and no. instead, it does nothing for Achilles to have flown to space. Nope. They just get back to Death Valley. They have they they circle the Earth and land with pinpoint accuracy right where they came off from. Right. Um, so, I don't know. And, and it was, like, the whole purpose was so that so that Alexander could shoot him in the ankle, yeah, and get him the get him in the Achilles, right? Yep. That that was like the whole point of that scene, mm. and <laughs> um, and uh, I just I will say I had to, I had to give them at least a little bit of credit mm -hmm. that they accurately showed that you wouldn't hear the explosions in space. Yeah. That was okay. Which I thought was like, okay, wow, good, good on them. <laughs> Even a broken clock, right? Um, yeah, right. They um, they got to space so quickly is what bothered me. Like oh, if you watch media. a lot, yeah, it takes for it takes a while. But these guys, they just go up in the air and they're in space, and it's like, okay, the technology is better than I realized. Um, and then they're like, the cockpit temperature is three hundred something degrees. And I'm like, yeah, so it's, it's yeah. above boiling, and he's just. <laughs> That must be one hell of a suit he's wearing. Yeah, those jumpsuits. Well, he's naked underneath, so it's cooler, you know. <laughs> and, and then, so so now he's landed in Death Valley, and he can turn it into a tank. It's just it's just a sitting robot. <laughs> and yep. it, it, it like hardly maneuvers at all. <laughs> and Alexander's like, "Oh, I can't get him." <laughs> Well, for a second, it actually shows why tanks would actually make more sense than than giant walking robots, because um, giant walking robots have a really high center of gravity. But um, but the tank doesn't do that good either. So no, oh, it was it was great. Uh, and then you know you think like okay, so he's in the tank and he's like he's maneuvering yeah. away yeah. from these missiles. So he's gonna like, is he gonna get underneath him and like do something? Nope. <laughs> Alexander just reaches down and grabs him and flips him over. Yep. And really, so Alexander now, has outfoxed him at every juncture. Yeah. Just, and Alexander he's has lost. Just yeah. He just lost again because now <laughs> here comes the chainsaw, Dick. <laughs> he's lost again because now here comes the chainsaw, Dick. And once the chainsaw, Dick is out. <laughs> It's really all she wrote, and it's not a joke. It's just true. Uh, but he gets away, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, then you see him zigzagging. was <laughs> like, oh, that's great. He's zigzagging, and then he just dives randomly to nothing. He just dives into the dirt as if, okay, well, now the bullets can't hit me. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, the tracking technology can handle diving. Apparently. <laughs> and apparently Alexander was like, oh, he dove. I can't shoot anymore. <laughs> it's against the rules. Or, so I wouldn't be sporting. I don't know what. Leave me alone. So then, so then we find the uh, the flying fist again, mm -hmm. which, yes, you know, yes. was responsible for killing like 300 people because it knocked Achilles down. Yeah. But when Achilles does it from the ground, <laughs> it blows up the other mech. Yeah, the the mech explodes, and uh, yep. it's apparently still functional, <laughs> and it still has 
propelling tech, you know, propellant in it or something. I don't know. And he like just hot wires it essentially. And so then, so then, all, all of a sudden, Alexander is still alive. Yeah, outfoxed him again. But I love that Achilles is like, "What are you doing? It's over now." And I'm like, <laughs> "What do you mean it's over? He knocked you out of yours." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, at what point? How, how this has been over many times over here, yeah. Achilles. You think you think going to space it would be over, but no. Apparently, it's not. You know, like it was the longest fight ever. Yeah, it 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 kind of kept going, and it just I, kept going and going, and it, it wasn't like it was great choreography. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. That's not fair. No, it's fair. It's fair. It's really. But I. So here's the part that I just absolutely love. Right. You love a part of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. So, so the Confederation wins, mm -hmm. right? But then Alexander blows it, right? Mm. It's now the now the market has won, which is what America is called for some reason. Yeah. And but Achilles is still so mad at Alexander that he's gonna jump in that mech and he's gonna fight him anyway. Mm -hmm. And they do all like fly to space, and then you know, like their you know chainsaw dick comes out, and all this crazy stuff happens. But then at the end, he's like, "Well, we can we can live." <laughs> so this whole fight happened because you insisted, yeah, on going <laughs> after him. And then you're like, "Well, now that I can actually kill you, um, <laughs> I'll show mercy," mm -hmm. because apparently all the things that I wanted to kill you for don't matter now that I can. Yeah. <laughs> You know, what, what about all the people that Alexander killed in cold blood? That's we're just we're just cool with that now, I guess. Yeah, and uh, in any potential sequel, uh, we all just forgive Alexander. Apparently, he's kind hey, of. A they were gonna member, they were but... gonna team up and fight aliens. Mm -hmm. So I well, still want to see that. I hope they do it. Yeah, well, any day. I think there's. Are they still available? I think they might be. I don't know about Alexander, but I do know that Gary Graham is. I saw an inter. I watched an interview with this guy because of this. And I was doing quote notables, and he not only is he available, he's done a lot of Star Trek. Really? Yeah, he's been in a lot of Star Trek episodes, to the point where he has a Star Trek band. Okay, so I don't know who he plays. I felt like I recognized his face the entire time. After he played Ragnar in the most recent one, but he also played uh, like an ambassador in Deep Space Nine. What's this? What's this guy's name? Gary, Gary Graham. Graham. I keep wanting to call him Gary Gygax. Gary Gaetti. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he was an alien nation. Um, he was. Yeah. He's, he like almost exclusively does sci-fi stuff. Well, after, well, you know, once you get hooked, when you do a project as good as Robot Jocks, you stick with it. <laughs> so, yeah, he he has a uh, a Star Trek band, mm -hmm. and they they do they sing original songs that are like about Star Trek. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. And they. It's like a big source of income for him because they book him at all of the conventions. It's a big source. It's a big source. It's a bigger source than his other sources. It's a bigger it's a, source of income than his robot jocks band, which does not do as well. It's apparently fairly lucrative because he said that in the interview. Well, he's just looking for more bookings, really. 
So, anyway, that's the movie, for better or worse. Thanks, Zach. You're welcome. Um, like I said, thank my parents who had me watch this darn thing, exposing me to butts rather earlier than possibly I should have been. Yeah. Well, you know, at least it was a decent butt. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to the rank. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I cannot wait. This is obviously, I, I'm sure we can, we're not giving anything away here to say this is going to be challenging uh, Bloodsport for the worst movie. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, we rank the movie based on 10 categories, story, acting, originality, action sequences, chase slash fight scenes, film coherence, hero appeal, villain appeal slash hatred, supporting characters appeal, and the final showdown. We rank it on a scale of one to five, one being the worst, five being the best. And our first category is story and Zach... You get to start. Take it away. I gave story a 2.75. No explanation? Just, that's just the score? <laughs> I think... I was trying to defend myself here. I think the story itself was not bad. I think a lot of the directions they went and a lot of the... Di the dialogue was really the bad part for me, frankly. I think you could have made this with a with better acting in better dialogue and it would have been a passable story i guess that's all i'll say well you're gonna love what i did here okay because i gave story a four oh, really yeah. <laughs> i'm sitting here thinking i had to defend myself but no because i actually really liked the story okay. you know i hated the acting <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah <laughs> but you know i think there's some interesting world build world building here you know yeah. like this you know it's it's a little ridiculous that they're doing one-on-one -on -one combat over territory and everything but i i think if they had better acting and probably mm -hmm. better writing yeah. um it, it would have sold it so the story mm -hmm. in general is really not that it's kind of good the okay. story um but that does lead us to acting which is the next category <laughs> Kick us i off. gave it i gave a i gave acting a one and a half Okay. I was wondering if you were going to go with one, but well, you know, I, in your eyes. yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, the actually acting is, is pretty awful. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, I just, it wasn't the absolute worst, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. I, okay. they're, they're all B list actors as mm -hmm. far as I can tell. Right. But they were, they were all right for what they were asked to do. Just tons of overacting, but I feel like that's what they were being asked to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I, it's it. I feel like I'm defending not giving it a one. Um, <laughs> but I guess what I was thinking I was like, well, you know, I actually liked the acting in this better than I did in Bloodsport. So well, the acting in Bloodsport was sometimes not even really acting. Somehow right. it was I don't know what it was. Like the one with the where they were badly dubbed over. It was it's beyond. Everyone here was at least they were at least plausibly dubbed over if they were so <laughs> right right exactly um so what do you have for acting uh we're of a mind i gave it a 1.75 because pretty much the same thing um a lot of it was pretty bad but some of it was okay so um i actually thought gary graham was okay through most of it um he had some really stupid moments but if if he had been the worst actor in it it probably not wouldn't have been quite such a bad movie um, and Marie Johnson was not very good. I, I kind of want to be nicer to her, but she just wasn't, um, Paul <laughs> Koslo, um, was really, really bad. Oh, I, so bad. 
I mean, I get what he was going for, but he no. And and uh, Tex was horrible, and Doc Matsumoto was actually okay. So, so a couple of people were actually okay. So fair enough. And you know, Tex actually to me was was sort of borderline because he was he was overacting a lot, but like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. He wasn't. He, I you feel like kinda, he was. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now you can kind of argue that he was supposed to be because even the character was acting, putting on the act of not being the spy. So he was like boisterously, right? So you can argue that. Yeah, I see that. I mean, he wasn't very good, but no, he still wasn't good. You know, I don't think anybody's going to be like that was good acting. <laughs> I should but, open up. But here's here's the thing that I want to point out to you. And I think that our listeners will uh, might be interested in hearing this because I, I think that our rankings have evolved since mm -hmm. we started this because our second episode ever was Cliffhanger. And you know what you gave the acting for that one? Oh, God. What did I give it? A 1.75. Oh, God. So that means I... that you thought that Cliffhanger was the same level of acting as Robot Jocks. Okay? Bloodsport, <laughs> you gave a two and a half. So I'm just gonna say that, and we'll we'll move on from there. <laughs> I gave Bloodsport a two and a half compared to Cliffhangers one point seven. I feel ashamed, but I'm not doing anything about it. I'm not changing it. So. No, I'm not asking you to change it. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> just oh just my god, so that we can. Uh, I yearn uh, for the days of Cliffhanger level acting while watching <laughs> while watching something like this. So, oh okay. man. Well, anyway, so the next category is originality. So, uh, what uh, what did you give originality? I gave that one a three point two five because similar with story, I thought it was, you know, it wasn't like amazing, but it was kind of original, and I feel like you know, I don't know, you know, it was it was kind of original, and uh, like we both said, it could have been fun if, it, I mean, I mean, a lot of movies could have been fun if they had been a lot better. That's like not really saying very much. This movie hadn't been so bad. It might have been good, but no. I think you know what I mean. I do. Um, I actually gave it a four. Well, you really like the story in the start. You're like, this is like Shakespeare. I, I wouldn't take it that far, but it was pretty original. You know, yeah. I mean, like a post post apocalyptic isn't too original, but the creation mm -hmm. of the of the world that they mm -hmm. had was. You know, I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you dive like a little bit deeper into it, right, you have a class of people that are sort of ruling another class, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the, the the class that's being ruled are illiterate, essentially, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, their air is terrible. Uh, so the the idea also is like like what they're trying to repopulate the earth, and mm -hmm. um, and they're fighting over territory, which. It sounds kind of silly, right? The idea that you're fighting over territory in one-on-one -on -one combat, but it's almost an evolved way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of having mass armies do it, you're just like, you know, one country's like, I'm going to take this one, and the other country's like, no, you're not. And they're like, okay, let's have a boxing match. <laughs> yeah. A robot boxing match. <laughs> Rock and soccer Rock robot. Rock and soccer robot. <laughs> and, you know, um, even given this late, this disaster where, like, 300 people died or whatever, that's pretty good as far as war goes. And presumably that has been the worst casualty, you know, list for a long time. So, yeah. And, you know, so I think, of, like you said, I think if this had been in more adept hands, it, mm -hmm. it could have stood out. 
You know, it's, it's an original idea. So I couldn't knock it. I mean, as much as the movie is terrible, like I couldn't knock <laughs> the story and the originality because those two were actually, they stood out as, uh, as real potential. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, the next one is action sequences. Mm. And this I gave a 2.25. Okay. So we got old special effects and bad acting making the action sequences uh, tough to watch. It's <laughs> <laughs> not very, not very believable, really, at all. But, you know, they weren't terrible. I, I kept coming back to, like, you know, should we be judging it on its own sort of... It's a B movie, right? So, mm -hmm. like, can I really judge it on, like, against um, so something that was better, mm -hmm. <laughs> like Predator? But what's funny too, you know, I just said Predator. I'm thinking, I think Predator only only had like four more million dollars than this one did for a budget. That's kind of that's kind of wild to think about. Yeah. So and now I'm thinking, I'm like, well, that actually makes me think it's even worse. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, I did think the robots were kind of cool to look at sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's that, and uh, and some of the sequences with the robots were actually kind of enjoyable. Like it wasn't all just completely awful. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. But <laughs> I, you know, I couldn't find any specific reason to go lower than that. So what did you give it? And I looked. <laughs> <laughs> what did you give it? I uh, gave it a 2.25, just like you. Uh, oh, that's funny. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the action sequences were okay. And um, just like you, I actually thought the robots were kind of cool looking. So, and like, there's a couple of, like, honestly, I kind of wish that they had made this movie more competently because it might have been fun. That's, I kept thinking that throughout the whole movie. I'm like, man, I wish they had just had somebody that was actually decent. Yes. Yeah. That was doing this because I think you know it could have been good. Yeah, I don't. You know, it's never good. Well, you know, I can't. I, I should actually even say that it's never going to be great because, like, a badly made Predator, you know, would have been a pretty bad movie. So, well, I mean, it's like Pacific Rim. You know, mm -hmm. it's a lot like Pacific Rim. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but I want. I've wanted to for years. So I saw it. I. I Saw the first one and I enjoyed it. But anyway, the next one is chase slash fight scene. So what do you have for that? I uh, gave that a two and I'm considering going lower the more I think about it. But I'll wait till I'll wait to see what you have to say. Uh, two, because there weren't really any chases. Oh, actually, there were. Alexander was chasing what's his face through space the whole that whole time. Oh, that, was yeah, really, that's right. that was really bad. So um and I guess I'm, I'm not counting the robot fighting as being a fight exactly. I'm. I counted uh, those as action sequences as yeah, well. That's, yeah, so. And uh, some of the fighting was okay, but I don't know, a lot of it was pretty stupid, so too. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually, I, I think I was too generous with this one. I gave it a 2.75. I, I because I, 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 I saw that the training fighting was actually kind of decent, you know, mm -hmm. like surprisingly decent. Um I just I felt like the fighting was about as good as it could be in this type of movie. Um, yeah, there were only a few times I was taken completely out of it with the fighting, and that was you know when he was fighting her in his bedroom. Um, so I thought you know that's something. <laughs> I'll give him I'll give him a little bit of credit yeah. for that. But now the next one is film coherence. Mm. Um. <laughs> 
I wish that I didn't have to go first for this. Actually, yeah, I really wanted to be you. I was literally just thinking, "Ooh, I wonder what he's gonna give it," because I might just like scratch mine out way quick or something. Um, I, I gave it a three and a half. Okay. Because I didn't think that the this film coherence was completely awful either. Like some of the choices they made were a little ridiculous. You know, I knew the text was going to be the spy pretty early on, but it was it was weird that the weapon that Matsumoto was killed over was just pointless, you know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really what he was killed over. Right. He was killed over the, him being a spy. The, yeah. the weapon really didn't matter as much as the fact that he was a spy did. So that's, I get it. You know, I just, I wish that it could have, I wish that weapon could have meant more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just a bright light. It's the camera flash. And, and they had a, Achilles and Athena kiss twice, and it was both at very random times. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, those are kind of two fairly minor plot points. I don't know. I think every scene they had pretty much built on the plot, you know, in an understandable way. You know, like they, they every scene built to the next one, mm-hmm. for the most part, like it, you followed the movie really well. It wasn't like, why the fuck are we over here now? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so they actually think, had someone who knew how to make a movie somewhat working on right, it. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I think we could have lost some of the bar stuff and mm-hmm. been okay. But, you know, again, that's kind of tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels weird to give this a decent score. But <laughs> but, but strictly on this category, it was, it really wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, gave, I will I say, though. Point... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, I gave it a 2.75, so I agree, basically. Like, just... I, I felt confused a lot of the time, but that might have been that might have been any number of things. So <laughs> I will say though, it was weird that the final showdown had no stakes whatsoever. Yeah, it was. It, they were like, it doesn't matter. The, like the referees came down and announced it didn't matter. So it was just for personal, and then yeah, the personal grudge didn't even matter. So right. So that part it was very, I found very odd. Um, so I don't know. I guess maybe that should decrease the final yeah. the film coherence. I don't know. Whatever. I'm yeah. not, <laughs> Nobody's it's not gonna. Me. It's not gonna be the best one. Um, it's so not. the next one. <laughs> the next one is Hero Appeal. So what do you what do you have for that one? Hero Appeal. I gave it a two. Um. um like I said, I didn't think he was that bad. <laughs> Sorry, I just. Um, what can I even say about this guy? Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. It, again, I don't think the acting was so bad. Just the character was not good. So I mean, he was an asshole until he was kind of nice, and then he even wasn't even that nice. And then he was supposed to be like inspiringly peaceful or some shit toward the end, bringing people together. But that was out of nowhere. So two for him. Yeah. I gave it a one point two five. You liked him less than I did. Yeah, I honestly like him very much. Yeah, I could not stand Achilles. I thought he was an absurd character, and he didn't really have any endearing qualities. So I was like, "Why am I rooting for this? I don't give a fuck." I hope Alexander (laughs) wins. Actually, I don't hope Alexander wins because, as you'll find out with the next one, which is Villain Appeal slash Hatred, I gave that one a one. Because I mean, just fucking terrible. I mean, absolutely awful. I, I, I realize I shouldn't compare my rankings to yours, but I feel like it needs to be lower than the Lithgow score. 
but I can't go lower. <laughs> oh my god! And it's funny because with the Lithgow score, I I said specifically I would have gone lower if I could. So <laughs> we both know I was gonna I would give Lithgow a negative something, and you're like, no, I'm going negative even more. Yeah. I'm negative infinity plus one, you know, yep, like or plus negative one, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, minus one? Um, oh yeah, minus one. That's right. Yeah. I thought there was an easier way to do that. Um, no, I also gave villain appeal a one. Um, and uh, again, I, I was literally thinking, is this as bad as Lithgow? Because that's one of the few of my past rankings that I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> Um, but uh, I think it is as bad, at least, if not worse. It's I was it definitely worse. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely worse. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I get that you didn't like <laughs> Eric Quaylen or John Lithgow's portrayal of Eric Quaylen. But come on. <laughs> no, you're right. It's 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 worse to the point. Like I I really hated the the the, the John Lithgow thing, but like. I finished the movie. I almost didn't finish this and said I did. That's how really? much. Yeah. I was not going to ever like actually do that, but I was like tempted to be like, I could just say I finished it. Like, <laughs> like just look up if anything really weird happens, like aliens come down from some space or something and get them. But I feel um, like the only way that that could even, even potentially be acceptable is if I chose the movie. You yeah. can't not watch the one that you chose. <laughs> I didn't know I was that. Like I said, I, I, I didn't see, and I think I actually never. I think as a kid, because I remember a lot of parts of this movie, up until about the middle, and then it was all like brand new as far as I could tell. So I think as a kid, even I stopped watching in the middle. Oh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I was so tempted to just be like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> I hate him. The act. Oh my god! So let's move on from Villain Appeal because this is one all around. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's go, go to supporting characters. Yeah, uh, that's that's you. Go ahead. I gave that a two as well, which I didn't know what to do with it. You know what? I think I want to give it a little bit higher than two. I, I'll give it a two point two five because I actually kind of like Doc Matsumoto, and I'll tell you the one thing I didn't like about him was that. Well, I did like it and didn't like it at all at once. Remember when he's talking to Tex at the end there? And he's like, there was once a good man inside you, Tex. We're all the, we're comprised of all oh, the people. I, I kind of like that. It was kind of good. And like, the one thing I didn't like about it is that like, oh, he's Japanese. So he like speaks in Zen. That's, that's what I didn't like. Yeah, that's exactly. What I was like, give me a fucking break with this. Yeah, But outside of that, I kind of liked it. And the actor delivered it okay. So. 2.25 for supporting characters just for just for Doc. Well, um, funnily enough, I gave it a 2.3. Okay. <laughs> what made you go up that little bit? Well, I just, you know, <laughs> I don't even know, man. <laughs> I was like baffled by this whole thing. <laughs> um, so Tex is pretty loathsome, you know, yeah. Yeah. and Athena is probably, you know, she was, uh, she, could be endearing at times, you know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, in the end, I couldn't have cared less for almost all of them. <laughs> but you know, Tex was well, go ahead. for Alexander, who you just wanted gone. Whatever, but Tex was sleazy and weasley yeah. the way you'd want him to be. You know, the professor who created the tubies was actually not really all that bad until the end. Until the end, yeah. 
Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't the worst. <laughs> okay. Not very good, but it's know, fair whatever. enough, I suppose. Um, so now we go to final showdown. And once again, I really wish that I wasn't going first, <laughs> but um, I gave it a three. Okay. I struggled with this one quite a bit because if it was better special effects and acting, it uh, might actually be a pretty good final showdown. You yeah. know, it went on way too long, but <laughs> way too long. But it was kind of engaging, um, and you were definitely wondering what was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. You know, like there were a lot of false finishes in this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought that. You know, I I actually my thought when the uh, when the chainsaw dick came out was that <laughs> that somehow he was going to castrate him. You know, I feel like ooh, this is metaphorical for the way that the economy of the United States undercut the Soviet Union. And so, wait, what? No, it's just the chainsaw dick. <laughs> just the chainsaw dick. Um, but okay, that didn't yeah. happen. I what I don't really understand was that at no point did I feel like Achilles actually won the fight. You know, he absolutely didn't. He lost, like you said, multiple times. He lost every time. <laughs> really, Alexander has beaten him like six times now. Really, <laughs> when you think of it. Um, I mean, I get that he finally gets the better of him at the end, mm -hmm. but uh, he loses in his mech. Mm -hmm. And they, it was weird how they kept playing, like, oh, now he's going to get him, and, and then he didn't. Then he just doesn't do it. Like, even when he blows up Alexander's mech, once Alexander shows up again, mm -hmm. it, it, I kind of felt like, oh, okay, so Alexander won again. You know, like, he escaped yeah. death, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He's anyway, just better, I think. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I enjoyed the campiness of it, and I also thought it was... <sighs> It was decently achieved for the type of movie it is. You know, maybe I'm being too generous, but whatever. What do you What do you have? I gave it a two. Um, and I, I was, like I said, tempted to not finish it, so I was thinking of going lower. But um, <laughs> I did decide to because if it had ended way sooner, um, and somehow more satisfactorily, it would have been okay and kind of okay, like fun in in some ways. But like, you you raise a point there that we never see Achilles win basically anything, right? And like, we go into it having the great Achilles. He's won nine matches, but we didn't see any of that. All we see him do is lose. So like, that's a really dumb way to establish your hero. And yeah. uh, like, I don't know. Like you said, he wasn't likable. So like, and he wasn't like all about togetherness and like, you know, like uh, peace before, like the very end. So what we had was a thing that went on way too long. I kept, I just, every time they went back to Alexander, it was like painful. And then <laughs> when it ends, they give each other the stupid thumbs up fist bump. And then the Crash movie, and burn. Yep. And then it's over. And like, it's a really abrupt cut to black and just the credits start rolling. And it was like, it, I wanted it to end. And yet the ending was still unsatisfying. So it's two. That's all I got. <laughs> I want to reiterate too. Oh man! Well, so okay. Is, so we got the rank now. Yeah, it, it is. A, it is officially the worst action movie of all time. According well, that to what we've track. <laughs> that doesn't track. I feel like <laughs> it should be higher. You know what? Actually, for me, I I did like it more than Bloodsport. 
All right, you know what? I think the important thing is how were the butts in this movie compared to the butts in Bloodsport? We need to well, my my uh, you know my predilection would say uh, would say Robot Jocks butts. <laughs> better, so. Oh, are you saying Robot Jocks is a better film, huh? I mean, I feel like you're using the film kind of brazen, the word film kind of brazenly right now. But, um, oh man, the thing with anyway, Bloodsport blood is that it was so like out of nowhere. It's just like he suddenly like here's my butt, and it's like ah, yeah, and it was unwanted butt pictures here. It was Don't very uh, like not only was it out of nowhere, but it was very like look at this thing. You know, mm -hmm. he's really proud of it. I guess like he put on his underwear very sultry. You know, like, yeah, it's like you're not stripping in reverse. Like it was very strange. <laughs> and at least at least in Robot Jocks here, it was the showers. Like they were all in the shower, so it made sense that you saw some of their butts. Right, and it was very like nonchalant, like nobody yeah. gave a shit. You know, yeah, it was a lot like in Starship Troopers actually, where everybody's uh, yeah, exactly. Showers. I actually. That should be one that we 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 do because it'll, it'll have I, to be coming up. Because I re, I remember really liking that when I saw it in the theater. And you know what? It's gone on. It's undergone like a time. I don't want to say a revitalization because it's not. It's kind of a cult classic at this point. Because yeah, I think yeah. people didn't like weren't aware of what it was going for when it came out. And now I think people are more. Aware. I feel like I really got it. It was very <laughs> satirical, and I was like, "Why don't people understand this? Like, it's yeah. not just like a shoot 'em up. It is, but it's like making fun of it." Yeah, the making fun of parts were not subtle either. So I know, and I'm like, how did people not get it? Anyway, yeah, um, back, back to back to the butts and robot jocks. Um, robot jocks is officially the first <laughs> the first movie under fifty on the oh my God. score. <laughs> what did it get? Forty seven point five five. It's a couple of points under fifty. Too. <laughs> it's not just like forty nine point nine. It didn't just skirt by. It's comfortably under 50. Well done, Robot Jocks. You know what? I, I take this as my calling. I now need to find something worse than Robot Jocks. Please, God, no. <laughs> Actually, I want to I, I want to pose this to the listeners, okay? <laughs> Do you want to subject us to more of this crap? Because I'll do it for you. I will. But if you don't like this type of episode, Please tell us so that Zach will not do this. I was wondering if it would hold up to my childhood memories. Uh-huh. The memories that you remember half of the film of? Um, you remember up to the butt. <laughs> and then I don't remember. Maybe my parents turned it off after the butt. They didn't realize. Like, oh, oh, my goodness. That's yep. This is suddenly butts. Um, anyway, PG. Oh, it's because they don't swear. Yeah. Well, okay, so... Yes. Listeners, thank you for listening. Um, for bearing. <laughs> I, I, you know, if you clicked our link and watched this movie and rented it, I, I am sorry. Yeah. Um, I would say we owe you a couple of bucks, but I don't want to do that. I'm not, I'm not keeping that in there because I'm not doing that. <laughs> We're going to get so many calls for rebates. Hey, I rented it. Nobody didn't say that you rented it. No, I rented it. Went to the video store and rented it on your recommendation. <laughs> you found a video store. No. Um, so if you'd like to see an updated list of our rankings, you can see that on our website at therankwithjohnandzack.com. And hey, you know what? Become a patron on Patreon at the you know at like slash the rank patreon.com slash the rank podcast. Um, and you can actually listen to these episodes before anybody else because who wouldn't want to listen to robot jocks early, right? <laughs> you can brag to your friends. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually, if you if you really want to give us a lot of money, you could um you could end up on the podcast with us, you know, giving us your two cents if you'd like. <laughs> or if you don't want to spend that kind of money, you could we, we'll give you a shout out. Just give us something. We'll give you we'll give you a shout out. Um, you know, if engaging with your money isn't your thing, which I get, I don't really like giving people my money all that much unless I absolutely have to, like a grocery store. Um, <laughs> then you know, email us at the rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com or uh, tweet us at uh, the rank podcast. Um, we will respond to you. So, you know, if you're interested in having a response from us, well, it's yeah. a good way to do it. Um, either way, check us out next week when we're ranking the nice guys. So this is actually going to be our third 2016 movie. Uh, so I guess we're trying to find out the best action movie from 2016. But uh, this one was written and directed by Shane Black and starred Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling and Kim Bassinger. Or Basinger. I'm not sure how she says it. So goodbye. And das vidanya. <laughs> <laughs>